waveforms waveforms look at them look at them waveforms right there <laughs> them is hey, good waveforms they go up and they go down it's like a wave they just go up and down <laughs> hey are don't you, you are come you over here. a wave are you forming <laughs> hey, i'm a forming wave? a wave over here you stay over there with your forming a wave <laughs> You know, your cousin formed waves once. (laughs) (laughs) You got a problem? Hey, don't you be talking about my cousin, eh? (laughs) You're making making my mama cry. (laughs) You're making my mama waveform over here, eh? Hello, friends. This is Christy, and you're listening to Tales to Inspire. with a chip on their shoulder. It's been almost a year since the failed invasion of Sicily and since Operation American Defense decided to go AWOL. With a handful of destroyed Nazi bases behind them, the heroes still have not found Adolf Hitler. But an unforeseen ally will soon provide the information they've been burning down Europe to find. As we open up this issue of Tales to Inspire, We actually don't open it up with a narrative bit, but we actually open it up with some mechanics. Uh, Because, uh, Marlo, because of your fight with the Ubermensch, or rather I should say Crystal Gazer's fight with the Ubermensch. No, it was Marlo. uh, You're right, Marlo was there. Uh, And there, there is a move we have called Death's Door. And whenever you would be forced to mark a condition and you already have five conditions marked, choose one. Uh, so, Marlo, there is a list of options here. I'm not going to go through all of them because there are a lot. Um, but, Marlo, you choose one of these options, and then let's walk through what happened to Crystal Gazer after Sicily. Before I do that, can I go on record and say it was less like a fight and more like just getting my... <laughs> my tail beaten like just like being just totally wrecked mm-hmm. yes uh so uh this death store move i have selected um the secrets you've been keeping are revealed mm-hmm. so uh crystal gazer uh basically how this is let me let me before i say what all the secrets are revealed i'm going to kind of reveal it in a sort of comic book format so yeah i figure when you op- when we open the page you see the first um shot is of her in the back of the vehicle leaving the scene 
um, just after they, like, got away from Ubermensch. Um, and she's just passed out from pain. And you see her arriving to an army, like, medic tent um, in North Africa. And she is being seen to her wounds. And you see her mask being taken off of her face. And before anyone can step in. And then the next scene is what you see is a headline that like laying on a table. Uh, Crystal Gazer, Secret Identity, Margaret Meadows, Hollywood Starlet. And then um, you see Crystal Gazer, you see a plane landing uh, um, and then Crystal Gazer getting off with help. She's being assisted. Um, Badly bruised. uh, Like her abdomen is wrapped. And there are reporters all lined up taking photos. And I think that that's kind of what kind of sets this up. Mm-hmm. So, so we see those, those flashes of those panels. Do we see Crystal Gazer's further recovery? Do we see where she is? How, how does she get from the United States back to Europe? Um, especially, especially now that the team has gone AWOL. I have an idea for how she gets back to Europe. Okay. There could be a page of me and Sister Solstice like sneaking into the hospital or something um, to be with her, and then we get her out mm-hmm. to come back. Yeah, yeah, I think that's good. Okay, okay. So are, are you still in the hospital, um, or are you out and about? Yeah, I think um, when we kind of focus in on her in like real time, you know, so we're not just passing time in the shot, you see her, um, she's holding on to some bars that run parallel to each other, and she's holding on and walking, and she seems to be doing well, but she gets a little winded. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've got, she's doing basically physical therapy to try to make sure that she's getting back, getting right, you know, her studio's probably paying for this so that they can get her back up on, back in front of the camera, but with all of the media buzz, she's, anyway, so you see her kind of walking, and you kind of just see her stop and take a breath. (sighs) So, I think Margaret Meadows takes a breath, and then we see, like, a word bubble come in from the side of the panel. Get back, you heathens! (laughs) She, like, slams it in their face. So, as you can see, it feels like your secret's out. Yeah, so I'm told. You okay with that? No, but what choice do I have? Well, just keep kicking ass. I'll keep these asses outside. Thanks. So, uh, where's everybody else? That is the question, but we're going to take you back, so no worries. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh... I gotta get out of this hospital. It's driving me mad. They won't leave me alone. They come in every hour to check my vitals, and... I can't sleep, and... I'm good at sleeping anyway, but... I just... I gotta get out of here. I I wouldn't leave you behind, babe. 
I can't deal with Doctor without you anyway. How is he? Wrong person to ask, sweetie. Don't tell him I asked you that either. <laughs> no worries. Uh, baby girl's down the hall. I'll go get her. Like I said, I'll get rid of these heathens. Don't work up too much of sweat. We got work to do. You got it. And then you just see her open up the door and be like, Oh my goodness! If you do not back up, at least fuck, you're in my space. You're in my space. <laughs> just door shuts. <laughs> I like it. Uh... Sister Solstice, do you do you have anything to add to that scene? Um, you just see like this as as she looks out into like the crowd of of people outside the door. You see the um, you see a purple hood, kind of like trying to scoot around, like mm-hmm. shorter than everybody, but like trying to like weave in and out and like. Mm-hmm. Stay conspicuous. Inconspicuous. <laughs> She's trying to be very conspicuous. <laughs> Look at me over here, everybody. I'm a witch. <laughs> I'm a 13-year-old You're witch. in the background going, oh my gosh, Margaret Meadows is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I love her so much. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Does, uh, are you a fan of Margaret Meadows movies such as Gone with the Wind? Naturally, yes. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> okay. And then back inside the the physical therapy room, uh, Margaret Meadows, I, I assume you're getting your stuff ready to, to go overseas? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I think because of the, like, media being outside... They kind of set her up in a room that had all of this stuff in it already because, like, moving her from room to room literally was, like, shifting through a crowd. Like, they could get them out of the hospital, but inevitably someone would sneak in, you know? So it's, like, and then crowds would build up because people would hear that she was there. So they kind of, like, kept her in this one space. So she Mm -hmm. walks over to, um, like, her bed area and, like, picks up her things and gets Mm -hmm. everything together and, like... You can see even that has winded her again. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's trying to catch her breath, but she can't take too big of breaths because I imagine she's got some broken ribs. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, like, grabs her bag and puts it up on the bed. Let's add another. <sighs> and then, like, looks around the room like, okay, I got this. I, I can do it. Just got to get out that door and not look like I'm exhausted. This is what I've been training my whole life for. Just one real life acting job. And I think then we have some panels of you walking by grabbing your plain clothes. Uh, a shot of you picking up your blue and black superhero outfit. And then you're Margaret Meadows, but now you're also Crystal Gazer. Mm-hmm. And so I think you have an arrangement of flowers that have been sent to you from from so many people, um, adoring fans, um, uh, b- b- politicians, people that want their first interview with you, uh, and I think there is a very big and ostentatious uh, red, white, and blue wreath kind of thing that's a like um, Gerber daisies that has been arranged in like a circle and attached to it is a card that says uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. 
uh, President of the United States, for a quick recovery and an even sooner into the war. I think you see her stop and look at the like arrangement, the flower arrangement, and she picks up the card and she said, and she, like you see in her mind, and she kind of it kind of utters out of her mouth. Actually, she says, "Look at me now, Mama. You said I wouldn't be shit. I'm getting flower arrangements from the President of the United States." And she throws the card down on the table, and then she uh, looks over at the pill bottle and like gets this look of consternation on her face, and grabs the bottle, looks down at the letter from the the message from Julian. And she throws the bottle into her bag and then grabs the, the letter, the uh, note, and just rips it up to shreds and throws it on the ground. But she still did take them. We turn the page, and the little yellow box in the top right corner says, Half a world away in a war-torn continent. And I think this panel is in media res of Dr. Fusion and Omission and Torchbearer currently fighting some Nazis in a bunker, but I'll let y'all set up the scene. As we turn this page, I think the artist has drawn like a huge splash page, just this epic fight. There's tanks, there's flipped over Kubelwagens, uh, but you tell me what's going on in this panel? What do we see? Uh, I mean, Omission is coming up behind a Nazi with uh a, uh, a wooden plank uh, pokes him on the shoulder and says, do you remember me? Before he smacks him, pow, uh, <laughs> right in the face. That's his tagline. Oh, <laughs> <remember> me. <laughs> I think Dr. Fusion is just kind of bursting between people. I think you see like an image of him punching a guy and then a like a like a after image almost and he's hitting another guy um and that's all you really see there we see some more of these nazi soldiers riding in on like motorcycles and we see a flash of light and torchbearer zooms in clotheslines one of them off of his motorcycle uh grabs the tail end of the motorcycle, swings it around, and throws it into another motorcycle as it comes up. Just taking down these uh, incoming backup. Nice. Uh, so we see that that beautiful page, uh, and um, there's the bunker behind you. More uh, reinforcements are appearing, uh, coming through the heavily forested France. French? countryside um french 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 is an adjective france is a noun french um but they're they're coming towards you You have the bunker behind you what do you do there's got to be some more of that that technology in there whatever that energy source was i'm sure we'll find something let's go in then we have to learn what they are making so that we can stop them. We have to kill Hitler. That's the goal. All of this is just extra. Remember that. It will help us in that final goal. Remember that. Let's get going. Okay. Yeah, y'all y'all march in. And I think as 
you are searching around the bunker. I think Omission is pulling out sticks of dynamite, and you're going to place them on where you have already located, like... You, you've done your research. You know that like these are load-bearing columns. This is where the electrical conduits are. We put it here. It'll explode, hit the gas main. Everything goes sky high. Heck yeah. But omission, as you go to set down a stick of dynamite, you see a stick of dynamite is already there. And it's lit. I'm gonna, like, lick my finger and... Stop <laughs> uh, <laughs> it. Yeah. You you lick your fingers and you put it out, and um, Doctor Fusion, as you're looking, you find another roll of dynamite. Torchbearer, wherever you are, you also find a roll of dynamite. And from further in this complex, you hear boots rushing your direction. Is it a trap? That doesn't sound good. His hands light up and he throws up a barrier, waiting for what. Might be coming their way. Omission is going to get into his Nazi uniform. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, slap himself in the face several times so he looks bruised. <laughs> so we have we have an issue, or we have a panel of uh, Dark Fusion, like battle ready, Fusion Fist raised. Uh, Torch Bear is throwing up a barrier. Omission is half naked, putting on a Nazi uniform. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's Friday again. (laughs) Uh, And then in the next panel, we see a a squadron of Nazi soldiers running around the corner. Their guns already firing. But not at you. Their backs are turned to you and they are firing down the corridor. And we see like the little text boxes come up. Of course, with the little asterisk that says translated from German. Watch out, watch out! The Revenant is upon us! The Revenant is upon us! And then as we turn the page, Drac, would you please describe your character and uh, what is their first appearance on the show? Yeah, so um, you see about a six foot one, six foot two um, black man, very built, but more of like a athlete or gymnast kind of built, not like bodybuilder built. Um, he's got a l- very big bushy hair that kind of like forces back into like a puffy bun in the back, at the back um, and has like part of his neck seems to be scarred almost like a permanent burn scar up from his neck all the way down um, across his arm but for the most part you can't really see the burn on his arm because um, he's kind of sporting a dark combat suit with metal um, chest armor almost like he ripped it off of a knight of arm and slapped it on um, and uh has a bunch of like knives sheaths and uh, attached to his sides a uh, very long katana that i think right now he's plunged into the chest of one of these nazis um yeah uh he's got a very big red scarf that kind of like trails behind him um a bandana that he kind of wraps around his uh around his head and a red mask that he ties around his head as um, eyes as well um all of it looks like tattered you can't tell if it's tattered from overuse or it's because he thinks it looks cool um, he's got like a lot of pouches and straps, just way too many. Like he's got a whole belt with pouches and straps around him. On his um, legs, he's got like little pouches strapped to his legs for just whatever extra stuff he wants to carry around. And um, I think right now he probably like stole. He's got like a katana in the chest of one Nazi and is grabbing at the gun of another, trying to like force it out of his um, hands um, and just going like, I don't speak Spanish. 
<laughs> English, please. <laughs> and he's trying to pull the um, gun out of their hand and like avoid the other gunshots coming his way. <laughs> uh, perfect. Uh, also, just real quick, you got a '90s anime character in my 1940s comic book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Back into the the action. Uh, so you three, you see, uh, this this person. This whirling dervish uh, sparring with these Nazis in the hallway. What do you three do? Uh, I'm going to go talk to the commander of this establishment. <laughs> try to get, like, you know, they doesn't seem like they're being professional here. So, you got to work this out. I think I think the commander currently has a katana in his chest. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, then I'm commander. I, I'm, like, looking at everyone. I'm, I'm, like, I'm the commander now. Yeah, I like, I'm like, oh, it's that time. And I pull out my hat, and I'm like... Uh, okay, all right. And I'm gonna go up and be like in German. Everyone, retreat! He's immune to gunfire. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Omission. I would like you to roll. Uh. Let's roll a. Uh, What's it called? Let's roll an influence someone. And so I roll two d six. Two d twenties though, because I'm. Two d twenties. Yes. Cool, cool, uh, cool. Plus influence. Excellent. Two d twenties. Ooh, I got a six and I got a two, which brings me to a seven. Okay, so on a seven through nine, uh, they get to choose one. Uh, so they take. Oh no, that's for player characters. I'm so stupid. So on a seven through nine, they You're need something stupid. more. Thank you. Uh, on a seven through nine, they need something more: evidence that this is the right course, guidance in making the right choice, or resources to aid them before they act. Well, last so, time I uh, shot one of my teammates, and that worked out well. So maybe again. <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe you shoot at this newcomer. Oh no, he he's too beautiful. I thought. <laughs> Milk's like I don't know him well enough yet. <laughs> yeah, like because we're we're, we're not we're not at that stage of a relationship that I can just willy nilly shoot him. Uh, <laughs> come on. Or or conversely, you could burn a bond to step it up to a ten plus. Yeah, I'm gonna burn a bond. All right, who are you burning a bond with? Um, who am I not doing well? Me. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, let's do Torchbearer. I'm going to burn that bond. I feel like our relationship is on the fritz, and he doesn't have the um, time to give it the amount of needs it needs. Uh, I'm a very needy man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I guess like... <laughs> uh, I, I am... Uh, I'm gonna pull out a uh, a torchbearer like photo, uh, and I'm gonna be like, quickly, this uh this assailant is coming uh for us. We need to retreat before they have us in the what was it, uh, uh a Panzer attack position. <laughs> Back, my men. Yes, commander. Uh, and they rush past you, but there's like a little word bubble coming out one of their mouths. What did that commander say about Panzer? <laughs> and then they rush outside uh, with uh, the the revenant chasing after them. Wait, uh, we haven't finished. <laughs> I was just getting warmed up as he runs. <laughs> he just chases after them. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna be like, men, go forth! I'll protect you. 
unbuttoning his 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 jacket uh, as he stands whoa, whoa, in front whoa, whoa, of this whoa, whoa. this I, man. I don't know. Uh, we just met. Are uh, you going to take me to dinner or? <laughs> um, I feel like we have a lot of differences. Well, that depends. Do you like French cuisine? Are you offering me escargot or? Well, I was more so like uh, I mean, like five cheese. Um, it's a nice five cheese kind of pasta-like thing. Oh. Uh, yeah, if you're into that. I'm actually yeah no yeah that's that actually sounds great. I'm um, sorry to interrupt your flirting, but we are here on a mission. Omission. Wait, hold on. Don't if you guys get into the picture, he's gonna look away from me. He's gonna forget me. <laughs> Probably for the best. And and Drac, I'll just go ahead and throw this in here. Uh, there's a strange thing that happens whenever you like look away from this Nazi uniform officer in front of you, you forget they exist. And then when you look back and it was like, oh, hey, I, I remember you. But it's, it's just a very strange thing that's happening in your brain. Did I drink too much? Uh, or are you just very forgettable? Oh, God. Um... Both? Both is definitely an option as well. Nah, it's okay. Uh, Torchbearer, why don't you talk? To the gentleman. I'm gonna go see to my troops. What's your name? Um, depends who's asking. Torchbearer. My name's, uh, Great Godwin. Ooh, okay. Fancy. Um, Red Revenant, pleasure to meet you. Um, why are you hanging out with that Nazi, and why shouldn't I throw a katana through his throat? Um... Uh, I'm trying to think of a reason why you shouldn't throw a katana through his throat. Uh, oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's I, pro- <laughs> I, I promise he's not a Nazi. He's just he's just pretending. Ah, uh, okay. He sure is not kind of a thing like dress for the job you want kind of deal. Because then you probably should keep an eye on making sure. Just making it sure. It's a problem, but not that kind of problem. Okay. Um, I didn't catch your name. I am Dr. Fusion Leslie Leopold. Oh. Well, I'm glad you feel comfortable enough to give me your real names as well. I'm not going to give you mine. Um, probably should be more careful with that. Uh, but don't worry, I'm not like those kind of bad guys. Oh, that reminds me, we should probably run. Um, I set a bunch of like fuses around here. Um, oh, shoot. Yeah, let's go. And then we turn the page and we see the three of you rushing through this open door as behind you the cement bunker like explodes in this fiery explosion. The whole time, uh, Red Reverend's like, don't look back. Concrete. Cool guys, don't look back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, perfect. Um, and then you are standing next to the rubble, the smoldering rubble of this bunker. And the, uh, the Nazis that were here have fled. So, um, I got all your names, but why are you all here? I mean, I was into, like, kill Nazi, but I'm assuming that you came specifically here for a reason. We've been, uh, 
working in conjunction with British intelligence trying to ease the, the invasion of Britain. I was meant, okay, that explains a lot, actually. Hi, I'm part of the, I'm working with the British government as well. Um, sort of, I mean, it's more like a, they're paying me. So I guess I am working for them. I'm guessing you're all doing it for free. So like, I guess that's the difference. I'm more like on a contract freelancer kind of, kind of deal. Um, yeah, I was meant to, apparently I was meant to meet one of a team. I'm guessing it's you. I guess. Did you have any knowledge of this? I don't know what he's talking about. I wasn't expecting any help. Well, I mean, to be honest, it kind of seemed like you need some. You're, this is a kind of a small team. Is this all I'm going to be working with? Well, we have others, but they're not with us right now. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to kill Hitler. So, like, if you're... Everybody... Everybody just calm down with killing Hitler. <laughs> okay. I mean, it is going to happen. Why? Are you sure you're working in conjunction with the British government? Could you seem to stop, like, not like the idea of killing Hitler? An awful lot for someone who's against. I don't like killing anyone. Oh, we're not gonna get along. Mm. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. Do you like killing anyone? And he like turns to, <laughs> he turns to um. Is a mission isn't a mission still gone right? Like, are you yeah, still like, I, I with, isn't it, or? Yeah, I, I'm I'm chatting <laughs> with the the Nazis. Wait, they're here. Oh, they they have they have <laughs> fled. I was like, they're 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 gone. They ran away and they left oh, their they, commander. They left. Those. Oh my god, I'm putting down like. You said you were sacrificing yourself. They were going to let you. That is true. Oh, jeez. That's not what you're supposed to do. <laughs> I'm just, like, coming back, like, complaining, like, God, I'm going to have to, like, file a report. You know what they are? Uh, They're a bunch of Nazis. Something. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so what, what, bring me up to speed. What, how's Project Kill Hitler coming? You're on your Kill Hitler as well? Okay, I think I might like this this one. What's your name again? I don't think I got your name, actually. Omission. Omit. Yeah. And he's going to, like, strip down naked and get into, oh. like, his trousers and, okay. like, straps up and everything. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I, I, I'd be down down for a drink. I'm, I mean, you, you are paying. I just want to make that. Clear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, normally, I I don't pay at all. It's part of the territory. Yeah. Uh, this yeah, this conversation is fascinating. But um, you asked us what our goals are. Killing Hitler is the long-term goal. But we are also searching for intelligence uh, as to the energy source that the um, that has been developed uh, and what uses and weaponry they are developing for it. Okay, and um, I was going to say that's interesting, but uh, I'd be lying and I'm trying to do the whole like starting friendships with honesty kind of thing. Um, that's not interesting at all, but have you met up with um, anyone else 
uh, I was with a, a group. Um, Lady Crawler was there, a good friend of mine. Um, Bristol oh, Avon. No. Um, they were meant to. They're meant dead. to rendezvous. Yeah, no, I, I saw their bodies broken and disfigured and torn apart by Ubermensch uh, not too too long ago uh, before we set out on this venture to kill Hitler. I'm sorry. There's a, He's kind of like stares at a mission for a second. Um, and one of the things I didn't mention about um, his appearance is kind of honestly kind of hard to have seen in the bunker, especially with the mask that he, like, um, he wears around his face, um, around his eyes. It's more like a, it's like a strip of fabric that he ties around his eyes with eye holes in it. Um, but in the eyes, you see that there are no pupils, there's nothing, it's just black. Um, like the pupils, iris, sclera, all of it is just pure pitch black. Um, and he kind of glares at omission and then says, "You're joking, right? Because that's not that's not a funny joke." Uh, I I usually don't joke. I'm not really great with people in general, which is why I think I do well blending in with Nazis. From what we understand, the invasion of Sicily did not go well. Ubermensch arrived and pretty much just massacred everyone. Weren't you meant to be there fighting Ubermensch, or at the very least helping that team? Yeah, myself and Crystal Gazer. Uh, Crystal Gazer got infinitely messed up during it. As for me, I'm just a regular guy who people forget about. There's nothing. I did my best against Ubermensch, but he's not someone within my capabilities to kill. Yeah, none of us planned for him to be there. Um, if so, I don't think they would have sent us at all because Crystal Gazer was a liability during the whole thing. Uh, you see kind of um, Red Revenant kind of, his hand twitches almost like he's resisting an urge um, to grab for his sword before he relaxes and looks up at Omission with a smile and goes okay well um, are we doing this whole killing Hitler thing or what was part of your plan because I kind of narrowed down where he'd be I'm assuming you have an idea yeah. as well let's, uh, let's look at our information see if we can narrow it down even further Dr. Fusion will pull out a map uh, and put it on the ground pointing at a couple of things that are X'd out uh we have been hitting strongholds here, here, and here. There are these additional ones that we are yet to find yet. Um, whatever information you have, we can try to coordinate. Is this all you have? As of right now, yes. Okay. Um, looks like you really do need my help. Um... David, would I know where he is? Or at least the uh, place where he could be? You absolutely do. And you know that... Hold on, I need to get the pronunciation of this word. Haus <laughs> de Duschenkunst? That's not a real word. Uh, what? You're making that up. 
Yeah, that's not a real thing. It's just stop, your face. St- stop talking. I'm trying to have Siri read it to me. <laughs> you kiss your mother with that mouth, David. <laughs> My mother is a saint. Um, House de Duchenkunst. Yes. He's going to be at the House of German Art, uh, which is in Munich. Okay. House of Gemini. Okay, so um, while you're pointing all of these out, all of the bunkers you've hit um, out, he's just kind of like staring down at the map, shaking his head. You know, I'm usually the one that's not great with um, investigating. Uh, You're wasting a lot of time blowing these up. Um, I blew this one up because honestly, it was just fun. I, I followed some people in and I thought it'd be nice to like scare them, make them think that I was just going to be stabbing, shooting and stuff like that. But then boom, explodes and I walk out the flames all cool. Anyway, no, he's not no, going to be I, in any like of these. <laughs> Thank you. Um, he's not going to be in any of these bunkers. He's actually um, the narcissist as he is. Takes one to their one, you know. Um, he's going to be over in the um, House of German Arts Museum. So um, showing off his art. So that's probably the best place to find him. He's going to be there for, I don't know, probably a couple of days. He's doing a whole ex- exhibition kind of thing. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, any of you a fan of art? Yeah. Let's do this. I don't understand art. It has no purpose. Uh, just just point at something and say derivative, and then you're probably saying something right. I like uh, Norman Rockwell. That That went right over my head. I don't know. I think they, we might just follow this guy's lead um, when it comes to art stuff. Um, do you all have a ride or do you just kind of walk or fly? I don't know if I've actually heard of any of you before, so I don't know if you have like flying powers or teleportation. Teleportation would be great. No, I am just a guy. I, I can fly. You can fly? Okay. He can fly. We kind of just commandeer vehicles where we need to. Well, um, I have a vehicle. Um, I also commandeered it, but also gave a sweet paint job. Um, do you wanna, do you wanna see? Yeah, that, that'd be cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, turn the page to everybody in this uh, vehicle. Please describe what does it look like and what paint job have you given it? It was definitely once like, um, like the little buggy or like vehicle that the um, members of the German uh, Nazi army would drive but he clearly stole it and spray painted it entirely red. Um, uh, there's, it's, it's a very bad, it's a very bad paint job. It's awful. I mean, there's so many patches that are still green that he left behind. Like there's definitely like parts that is, you're not entirely sure if it's paints or blood on the hood of the car. He, you know, you don't know. He's, he's either a terrible driver or a great driver. You can't really tell. <laughs> um, but, uh, and on the front he has like in white paint, he's painted the best he can two um, swords um, crossed over each other, which you probably can, you figure that is probably his um, logo, and you're kind of just looking at it like, there she is. I call her the Reva. Shotgun. Yeah, because like, I'm the red rep shock. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, but I'm just, I just wanted to explain my, my the name of it because I haven't actually had anyone listen. The Nazis don't understand most English. I haven't actually been able to tell them the genius of it. So I'm the Red Revenant. Yeah, did you say something about <laughs> Spanish earlier? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought there was one of them was speaking Spanish, but I think it was just because they were like choking on blood or something. It just sounded, yeah. <laughs> it just sounded <laughs> Spanish, you know. German. Okay, 
Uh, you don't know. They might be like bilingual. This is true. Yeah, I try to keep an open mind. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this is the Red Reva. Doctor Fusion pops the hood and just starts looking it over to make sure it's not going to blow up. <laughs> it's in, it's it's barely holding on. I think. <laughs> okay. Hello friends and welcome to the mid-roll section of Season 1, Episode 11 of Tales to Inspire. I'm your host, David White, and this episode is late. I'm very sorry. Uh, Those of you that are listening to this episode, uh, when it is released, it is a day late. I I really don't have any excuses. I... I just didn't get the episode ready this weekend to post on Monday, um, and I, I truly can't remember why my weekend was so busy that I couldn't do that, but maybe that's a good sign that my weekend was so busy that I couldn't remember why I didn't have time to do it. Anyways, this episode is getting ready now. I'm sorry it's late, but here you go. Also, how about Draconics? Let's have a round of applause. Woo-hoo! For our first guest star on Tales to Inspire. I am so ecstatic that uh, Drac was interested in participating with our little show. And um, I'm just, I'm so happy they have brought a really fun energy to these episodes, to this arc that you are about to listen to, and I I cannot wait for you to experience more of the Red Revenant. Now let's take care of some housekeeping stuff before we get back to the episode. As you know, we are a show that is fully supported by the generous monthly donations of our patrons on Patreon. And if you've been listening to the past couple episodes, we have fallen below our $400 a month goal. We have fallen way below our $400 a month goal. Um, You know, as is the life cycle of a Patreon-supported show, we have supporters come, we have supporters go, and uh, right now we have uh, $257 each month from our Patreon account. This is a huge... um, a huge blow because at the beginning of this year we were making around 500 uh, and in the past couple of months our patronage has plummeted severely um, so I, I have plans for this network to make it bigger to make it better to make more shows um, but I really and truly cannot do that without patreon money Um and $400 a month is a very important goal for us because that is I am able to pay our performers $5 for every hour we record. Right now, I'm still paying our performers for each hour that we record, but with only $257 each month, as opposed to our $400 a month budget, we are rapidly running out of money. Just this past month, uh, Phil 
Occam and I were working on something that is super secret and will not be uh, told to you yet. Um, but I had to wait to pay Occam for the work that they did because we literally didn't have enough money in the misconceptions bank account so we are really and truly scraping the bottom of the barrel but i do not want to stop paying these performers for the amazing work that they do we desperately need your help to get back to our $400 a month goal. I am not asking for you to give $20 a month or $30 a month. The $1 a month, the $2 a month, and the $5 a month option are fantastic options. They're not super expensive. Uh, they will just come out of your bank account and you will barely notice that they are missing. But if everybody who is listening to our show gave to us at those amounts, the $1, the $2, and the $5 amount, those are sustainable. Uh, it's not going to make a huge dent in your budget, but it will greatly help us out. Uh, as I said, we, we're desperate. We're scraping the bottom of the barrel, and uh, I want to continue paying the performers for the awesome work they do. I'm not even paying uh, the editor, me, for the work that I do on each episode, putting it together. Uh, right now, basically all of our money is going towards paying our performers. So... Uh, it's, I mean, there's no other way for me to put it. Uh, we're in a desperate situation as far as paying our performers is going. Um, and you know, that's kind of discouraging for me, honestly, because I have plans for other things, uh, for paying artists to make new artwork for new characters and new shows. And we can barely pay the performers that we have recording with us. Um, so I want to say a thank you, a huge thank you to our patrons that are still here. Um, you are making it able for us to still pay them, uh, still pay our performers. And we love our patrons so, so much. Uh, and if we could get some new patrons, that'd be more awesome. If you like our show, if you like this show, if you like our network, if you like what we do, and if you like, most importantly, the people, the players that are creating this wonderful content for you, please help me pay them. Now, I understand if money is tight, and maybe you just truly cannot afford the $1, the $2, the $5 a month option. You can still support us in a big way by sharing us on your social media platforms. Unfortunately, Twitter is kind of going to hell in a handbasket right now. But while we're sinking in this proverbial uh, iceberg scenario, uh, why don't you share us with some people on Twitter before it uh, implodes on itself and maybe drive some more traffic to our podcast. And also, go to iTunes. Uh, if you don't have an iTunes find somewhere else to leave us a review but just go to itunes or go to any podcatcher service and write for us a nice little review it makes us feel so much better whenever we see these words coming out and people liking our show it means so much to us but also it's important because it shows other people potential listeners like oh hey this is a good show and these people have nice things to say about it so, if you can't support us monetarily, please share us on social media, uh, leave us a review anywhere that you listen to us. Uh, both of those things will also really help us out. And you know, we are coming up on the winter holiday season. And maybe you're wanting some cool items in your life. Or maybe you have a loved one 
who wants some very cool items. Or maybe you want to tell your loved one to do something nice for you and to get some cool things for you because you're their loved one. Well, if you fit into any of those categories, have I got a deal for you? Because starting right now, and going all the way to New Year's Day, we are going to be running a winter holiday special on our merch store. You can go there and you can buy whatever you want. And if you use the coupon code Esther Hates Christmas, I'll repeat that one more time for anyone who wasn't listening. Esther Hates Christmas. If you use that coupon code, all one word, all lowercase, in the checkout, you will get $10 off of your order. Uh, So, if you want anything cool from the uh, Misconceptions Podcast store, go ahead and head over to misconceptionspod.com and check out our shop. And that is all for our show notes section today. Oh, I forgot to say. With the holiday season ramping up, things are about to get a lot more busy for me, so I am going to take a break from editing and from releasing episodes for the month of November and December, and episode 12 will be released on January 2nd. So we're going to take our usual um, end-of-the-year hiatus just to give ourselves some breathing room and some comfort during this holiday season, and I hope that you find some time to give yourself some comfort and time to yourself this holiday season. Well, let's get back to the episode, and I'll see you at the end. Let's, let's turn the page on this scene. And we have the entire team coming back together. So Geiger Gwen, Sister Solstice, and Crystal Gazer are now coming in with the group. Uh, where do you go to plan the assassination of Hitler that will take place at the House of German Art? Where it's in Munich. So maybe we're in like a basement in uh, of a bar in Munich. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. Um, okay. With only so one way in. That's like a black little staircase in the corner that goes down, and there's three tables. Inglorious and a bartender. Style. We're in the kill box. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, okay, so I think I don't know. I want to have like eh, maybe not, uh, but we have the little yellow box that says a basement in Munich, Germany, April. 1944 uh and i think we see all of you together are you in your superhero gear um or nazi uniforms each and every one of us absolutely not <laughs> no i don't absolutely. know if we're in munich okay with that we're in munich wear the gosh darn Dr. outfit fusion would never wear one even to infiltrate it would not happen mm. Neither would Torch Bear. Can you guys at least be in regular uniforms? Don't be all up in. Oh yeah, the, mm, Doctor okay. Fusion is in his like, uh, uh, what's it called? His like wool suit, like brown, 
plain looking mm. wool suit. Like your your professor yeah. suit? And he's got like his gear in the like thick metal briefcase that he carries it around in. Okay, I dig it. Yeah, I'll have a new nice pristine Nazi outfit uh, with nice polished boots. Okay. Uh, yeah, what is what is everybody else wearing? How is everybody else disguised? Well, I was going to say, um, you'd probably see a little panel of me helping Crystal Gazer down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does she have like a, a foot cast? No, I don't think she hurt her leg she, she just like i think she like broke some ribs she's gonna be real that sore that's all the damage it's... yeah maybe some head trauma i don't know and i'll i'll go ahead and point out to you uh just because time is time is weird because we're jumping around with time a lot um but the sicily invasion happened in july 1943 and this okay. is april 1944 so some okay. some months have passed okay Okay. She's, so, you might still be sore, but not like horribly, horribly horrible. Yeah. Right. I still, I still walk down the stairs with Crystal, and uh, Gwen appears dressed to the nines because it's a bar, and that's her scene. I think Doctor Fusion is also helping Crystal down the down the stairs, just like or or maybe this is the first time that you've seen her. Oh, maybe. That's fair. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. So so let's narrate it like you three. So you three are arguing about you have to wear these Nazi uniforms. Just wear it. Just wear it in Germany. And then in the next panel, we have like the door opening and coming down this staircase. We see uh, what, what, what do we see? I think, you know, for our healing journey, maybe physically she is healed, but mentally she is looks worn. Like her, like her, like her face looks like she's nervous to be here. This whole thing is making her nervous. So you see just as she walks down the stairs, she's wearing um, just an unassuming uh, like wool suit thing, like a women's suit type thing um, and, and heels. And so she looks, she's, she looks like high end, but she's, um, her face just looks weary as she walks down the stairs. It's been a long journey. Um, to get to this point. Hmm. Um, and Gwen will be next to her wearing a pair of really tight slacks for the time period and a shirt that shows off way too much cleavage for the 1940s in a female. <laughs> so you can, like, see her shoulders and neck? Exactly. <gasps> wow. Oh, Scandal. And next to them, who do we see? Uh, next to them is Sister Solstice, and uh, clearly Gwen has helped um, get her ready for this since she's 13. Mm. Um, and so she's got quite a bit of uh, makeup going on, trying to look older. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's in what may have been a tight dress on somebody else, <laughs> but it's not like super tight fitting on her. Mm-hmm. And she's got heels, and she's, like, standing up really tall. Okay. Is, <laughs> is it clear that she's actually, like, 13, though? Like, is it, like, she, is it, like oh, she's yeah. a 13-year-old trying to look older, or is she, like, successfully looking older? I think she's a 13-year-old trying. Okay. Yes. Yeah. They got their first fake ID, and they're, they're at the front door, like, it's me, I swear. <laughs> okay, yeah, cool, cool, cool. that's my name. Um... I think as you guys come down the stairs, you just hear, like, 
yelling, and Dr. Fusion is yelling at Omission. I will not wear the fanatical garb of those who bastardize my country. And then uh, they see you coming down. And he just takes his hat off and places it as just, uh... <clears throat> so nothing much has changed, I see. We're still bickering like children. I don't think like children. I think this is how everyone bickers. Well, he shot me in the leg, so... Oh. It's for a mission. <laughs> what? Mom comes home, and he's like, He shot me in the leg, Mom! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, are, are you all right? She, like, goes to him immediately. It's fine. It's been a few months. Yeah, a few months. Get over it. She, like, turns and gives this death stare to Omission. As, as you're staring at Omission, you hear, like, a snoring sound, like... <laughs> <laughs> and in the corner, you just see uh, a man. I think he's wearing, like, a suit. looks like a... German, German businessman. There's a closer to a Nazi uniform that uh, Omission could get him into, um, and he's got like a newspaper on his face, legs on the on the table, on his chair, and he's just out cold sleeping, um, just going. Hmm. You can like see the newspaper kind of fluttering with each breath on his face. <laughs> uh, who the hell is that? That's our uh, new teammate. Uh, he's going to help us kill Hitler. Oh. Well, that's good. We need some hey, help. Hey, buddy. <laughs> yeah, do you want to wake up now? Oh, oh, five more minutes. Mom. Um, okay. We'll give you five more minutes, sure. No, I'm, I'm good. You, I don't think I can get back to that dream. It was, I hope I can get back to you later. Um, what's going on? Are you done fighting? Uh, Gwen walks uh, Sister Solstice over to sit next to Torchbearer. <laughs> She's most com- comfortable with Sister Solstice by Torchbearer. She's here to sit down. And then she marches right over to Red Revenant and is like, Hey! Hey. Tall, dark, and handsome. Totally my type. Uh, you're new to the team? Um, yeah, you see, it seems like you'll needed help, and I'm here to give it. Mm-hmm. Um, my name's you... Gwen. Yeah, nice to meet you. Kind of like looks past Gwen and looks at everyone else and goes, "Do you all just give your names to everyone? Is that why I need points over to Chris, um, Crystal Gazer? Why theirs just was revealed so quickly? You probably should be more careful about that." Mm, people forget about me, so. Oh, honey, everybody knows who I am anyway, so <laughs> you're welcome. Intro. Okay, well, this is the first time. I mean, hi, I'm Red Revenant. You can call me Red or Revenant, either. Either works. Um, yeah, I'm here to help you kill Hitler so you don't f- up, I suppose, like last time with the whole Ubermitch thing. You see Crystal Gazer shiver. Okay, so you're tall, dark, handsome, and like killing people. Unfortunately, that really is my type, but... I also had poor consequences in the past. Also, you speak ill about my friends again, we're going to have a problem. What? No, I mean, I think uh, his... Uh, I think it's true. Milk? Omission. Wait, hold on. Milk? N- no, no. You don't get to call him milk. Only I call him milk. 
Wait, no, it's my name. I get to. The, no one gets to call me Milk. It's it's omission. All right, we got. We uh, had this a very conversation. Important... You know it's okay for me to do it. Oh my gosh. Okay, fine. Whatever. One day you'll forget. Aww, I love you too, sweetie. Milk. While they're having this discourse, um, and after the uber mint shiver that Crystal Gazer give, gave, she's goes over uh, to Doctor Fusion and like she takes her gloves off and sets them down on the table and like kind of like leans over the table to talk to him. What leg did he shoot you in? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Oh, it was it was actually uh, the right thigh, really close to a very vulnerable spot. Oh, good. Oh god, <laughs> great. <laughs> this uh, it was my right thigh. She like looks down at his thigh and looks back up immediately with like red across her cheeks. She's like, "Well, I hope it's healing up okay." I uh didn't really get to talk to anybody about how that whole Ubermensch thing went. It wasn't good. We weren't ready, and, uh, by the time we got there, well, we didn't know he was gonna be there, and, um, all them, uh, all them Brits, they were all, all already dead, and, uh, well, I knew. I, I just thought I was gonna die. I really did. I thought I was gonna die, and I, and you see, she's starting to get worked up. She's like, I was just holding them back. That's all I could do because I was waiting. I was hoping someone would show up and help because I knew I knew a mission couldn't do it. Uh, he just kind of slowly puts a hand out and places on her hand. Well, for what it's worth, I'm glad you did not, and you will not be alone this next time. She, um, you see her eyes get big and the tears that are welling in it start to kind of fall out the sides, and she's like, "Thank you." And she sits down next to him and kind of, like, holds his hand. He just awkwardly, like, has his hand, like, turned in a weird position so that you can hold it. He's just sitting there like, okay, this is happening. (laughs) (laughs) Gwen Gwen marches over to the table real quick and sits real close to Crystal Gazer. And just, like, hooks her arm in her arm. She's like, don't worry, she's stronger than we think. I mean, I held off Ubermensch for quite a while, I will say, and that is a feat in Agreed. itself. Agreed. Will Ubermensch be at this sh- uh, party? Not that I know, but I'll be honest, I damn hope so, because I have more than a bone to pick with him, but you're all going for Hitler. So um, I don't know if you've been caught up, but Hitler is, you know... Stroking his own ego, as usual, um, presenting his own art at the um, House of German Arts in Munich. Um, so we're probably going to try and take him out there. Um, not before I ask him a few questions, if you don't mind. And honestly, I would also like to have the killing blow. If you were cool with that, would it be? Is that is that okay? Does anyone have tips already? I think we can. Com- we complete the mission no matter the cost uh, and whoever has an opportunity they take it uh, let's not uh, dilly daddle in enemy territory okay um, I was originally hoping to have the rest of my team Lady Crawler Bristol Avon well they're dead milk it's just a statement of fact a statement that you don't need to repeat 
we will have to dress appropriately. Um, if you guys don't want to dress up as Nazis, I suggest let's get you an invitation. Uh, we get more intel while we're here in Munich uh, and prepare our histories as in-depth as possible. So if anyone has any questions, uh, we'll have answers quick and at the ready. Oh, okay. You're a planner kind of person. How long until the gallery? Um, Three hours from now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's tonight. <laughs> Let's do it. No time to plan at all. Honestly, I thrive in this kind of situation. I usually just kind of run and gun. I'm assuming you're not those kind of heroes. Heroes, right? So you're going to try and do this peacefully. What am I working here? What am I working with here? I just want to make... I just want to get that clear. I, I think it's clear that we do whatever it takes to complete the mission. Um... The people who are there support Hitler uh, and thus shouldn't be given any sort of um, mercy. I do not think that Hitler's death will end this war, but it will place German occupation in disarray, which could give the Allied forces um, time to sweep in and take over. It also feels just really feel good to do it. You know, like, yeah, it's great for the greater good, but also just like a personal thing as well. At least for me, I don't know about everyone else. No, as much as I want to tell you I want to run in there and get him while it's hot, it might be better if we try to infiltrate. And I know me and Crystal can dress really well when we want to, so we can get some invites, forge a couple. I I mean, I've done that in the past. We can get in. Uh, Sister... Baby girl, I don't know if you're going to make it this time in a dress. Maybe we can get you as uh, a worker there. We can get you... Wait, hold, hold on, hold on. Um, are you bringing your... You're bringing your daughter? Excuse you? I, <laughs> is she meant to be in, like, school right now? You think I'm... Isn't it? She should be. She should nope. be. The real important thing here is he thinks I'm a mother? You're not? She's definitely not my mom. You've almost never heard Dr. Fusion laugh, but he snorted at that. Oh. Hey, I re- mothers, I res- they're doing good What? Did I say something wrong here? Gwen stands up so not- fast that the chair bends up and like falls over behind her. Oh. No, no. <laughs> I'm too young. I'm too young. Oh, she's not uh, your daughter. Okay. Mm, mm. Um, I take whatever drinks in front of me and I drop it in Dr. Fusion's lap. Oh, my God. I so clumsy. About? Didn't mean it. This was my best suit. Ooh, that's a shame. I, <laughs> I feel like I did something wrong, but this oh is very amusing. God. This is embarrassing, y'all. Can we act like adults here? I swear to God. And she gets up and she's just like, look, let the girl talk for herself. She's grown up fast. She knows a lot. Let her tell her story and why she's here. All eyes turn to Sister Solstice. Sister Solstice's cheeks turn even pinker than they were with the blush she was wearing. Um, m- my name is um, S- Sister Solstice. 
And um, she takes a big gulp. Um, I'm a witch, and I earned my place on this team. And she puts her fist down on the table. Um, yeah, I don't agree with her being on here, but she does what she wants. I mean, more power to her. Um, you'll say so you do magic. You could call it that. What would you call it then? <laughs> <laughs> I would call it summer magic. Summer magic? Okay, I get it now. The name. Okay. I didn't mean to speak in your place, Sister Solstice. I didn't mean. I'm sorry. I apologize. I don't apologize to anybody. It's just you. See, I've earned my place. I can... I can respect that. Um... Okay, sorry. It just caught me off guard. You just seemed very young. And we're definitely, like, butchering people. Like, today. Um, I don't know if that was a Is thing. it today? Is it not today? Are we not... I don't, GM, is it today? Can it not be today? <laughs> no, it's... So- <laughs> planning Planning is boring. Action is exciting. It's happening tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Excellent. All right, cool. Let's do this. Uh, Gwen leans into Torch for her shoulder real quick. Do I really look old enough to have a 13-year-old? No. Thank you, Hot Stuff. I appreciate it. Maybe like a nine-year-old. While you're whispering... Why do you wish me to Torch better? Kids are having children younger and younger these days. <laughs> While you wish me to touch Barrow, you can definitely see Red Revenant like looking, like trying to slyly look at Sister Solstice and Gwen <laughs> back and forth, being like, <laughs> like, are they really not? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I think at this point, uh, we enter into a montage. Uh, so go ahead and look at the the special move section of your character sheet Um, and let's in the next uh, three hours time as you are planning to infiltrate the house of German art uh, you can choose one of these downtime options spend time with someone important to you gather intel acquire an asset rest and recover from your last activity or comfort and support a friend. Uh, so let's go around the virtual table real quick and let's find out which option does everyone want to choose. Um, I'd like uh, Dagger Gwen to an- acquire an asset. Okay. And she's going to attempt to grab some invites. Um, as many as she can get, just in case we can't infiltrate without Ooh. them. Yes, definitely. Um, I think that's great. How do you get them? Oh, she's going to use her feminine wiles. <laughs> I would um, expect nothing less. <laughs> she uh, very begrudgingly puts on a very nice, very tight red dress and finds those who are working security. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, again, we have, like, a wordless panel 
of like maybe maybe these uh security guards are like sitting talking smoking and then like we just have three panels of Geiger Gwen on the left Geiger Gwen in the middle Geiger Gwen on the right as she just walks by them and like this this security guards heads just track her movement as she's moving through these three panels <laughs> yeah she does the whole like looks at them smirks looks away doesn't pay attention uh-huh and then they follow after you. And then we just have a panel of you slamming down like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven invitations onto this table that y'all are meeting at. Don't mind me. Did what I had to do. Nice. Okay. Uh, who next? I have a question. Yeah, yes. Uh, yeah. So I still have all the conditions that I had before. You do. Yeah. Oh Lord. You do. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Oh Lord, she's hurting. Oh Lord, she has conditions. (laughs) Yeah, rest and recover for sure. So she's gonna like sit and have a scotch on the rocks and just sit. Um, at the table with everyone else and just sipping it and listening and looking worn and weathered and irritated at everyone mm-hmm. but happy to be back amongst her crew mm-hmm. so maybe she has like this irritated face but as she lifts the cup up to her lips like we just see the corner of the lip just curl a little yeah yeah i love it um and i think i'm going to unmark um insecure She's feeling secure in her team. Good. Um, Dr. Fusion is going to comfort and support a friend. Uh, and he's going to go to um, Crystal Gazer and just kind of sit across from her. Are you sure you're ready for this? You know damn well it doesn't matter if I'm ready. can tell you are still hurt and still dealing with the repercussions of the events of Sicily. Just, if it is a situation you cannot handle, get out of it. She, she shakes her head. She doesn't, she doesn't verbally agree to this, but she shakes her head. Like, okay, whatever you say. Uh, and then, um, she like leans forward and with the hand that held the glass of scotch as she pets puts it down she reaches out and squeezes his hand and says I know this ain't the time but uh I thought about you a lot while I was in the hospital I'm not sure why <laughs> I already suck at romance. Oh my god, that hurt me. <laughs> She's like, You are the smartest person I've ever met, and somehow the dumbest. You idiot, I'm trying to tell you that I like you. I have feelings for you. Oh. Um. He kind of just 
doesn't really know how to respond for a second. I do not find your company exhausting. <laughs> she like smiles knowingly. Like she knows Dr. Fusion. She knows this is the kind of response she's going to get. So she's like, I'll take it. <laughs> Maybe one day you'll actually really like my company. Maybe. Okay, do you think you uh do you think you both recover a condition from that exchange? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm gonna take away hopeless on that one. Okay. There you go. I will take away angry, because I'm more confused now. <laughs> you know when you're so confused you just stop being angry yeah <laughs> exactly like that's a thing <laughs> okay who's next I'm down to go next yeah go ahead mechanically like my sheet is clean like I'm good <laughs> like yeah. don't have any conditions don't have any um uh, stress or anything like that um, but I'm just for the narrative reasons I think I'm gonna spend time with someone important to me um, and I think that's gonna take the form of um, I think while everyone is like planning why while Gaiga Gwen is out doing her thing um, while everyone's doing their own thing I think um, uh, Red Revenant is like in the corner of this basement kind of um, it looks like he's looking th- like through uh, um, the map. Maybe he's got like a small like pamphlet or something of the museum, for example. But like in the pamphlet, he's kind of holding a black and white photo of him and Lady Crawler. Um, it, I think it's it's probably like from like two or three years ago at this point, um, and it's just uh, it's just of him. It's very blurred because you can tell that they were taking it like they made to stay still for like quite a while to get these pictures taken, mm-hmm. but um, just because of the person Red Revenant is, and um, he was just like messing with and teasing Lady Crawler the entire time, um, so it's just kind of like a blurred image of him like tickling her while she's trying her best to um, push him away and keep a straight face for the photo, um, and he's kind of looking down at this photo hidden behind the pamphlet to this um to this uh house of arts um and just kind of muttering to himself saying um i'm i'm sorry that i left i i should have been there i should have been there do do you want to have a flashback to your last meeting with Lady Crawler, or do you want to move forward? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I'll do a flashback. Okay, so right after you say I'm sorry, we see a, a, a text box with, like, the lines are dotted, and we just see a text box that says, But I don't understand. Why do you have to go? And then in the next panel, you are no longer in this dark basement, but you're on the island of Sicily. And Lady Crawler's right there, and we see the British troops in the background making arrangements. We see Excalibur uh, being edgelordy with uh, the sword, the titular sword strapped onto his back. We see Bristol Avon 
doing some some cool tricks and things to to entertain the troops with his water abilities. Uh, but we focus mainly on you two uh, standing on this island together. Or no, you wouldn't be on the island. You would be in North Africa. Yeah. Okay. So all that, but North Africa. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> um. You know why I did this whole thing. The money is great. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. They're paying some good money. Um. And you know, always gonna take as much money from the one percent if I can. But um. I think I'm onto something with the gaslighter. I think I know where he is, and it's definitely not here. And that's the only reason why I took this entire job with the the Brits. And, you know, I'm not really much of a government man. Um, and I honestly, they're not really a fan of me. I think they just like that I get their job done. But I have a personal vendetta. You should have a personal vendetta as well. Why do you want to stay? Really and truly, Imika, I... I don't know who you're talking about. You go on about this gaslighter, but I... I have no recollection of it. Yeah, um... I don't know, I guess I keep hoping if I keep saying the name, you'll remember. Um... Don't... don't worry. Um, I'll... I'll be back. And when I do... When I am back, hopefully you'll remember... Um, but and he just kind of like just very suddenly pulls her into a hug just stay safe okay I should say the same to you but I know you won't be safe kind of pulls away with a smile and goes yeah unsafe is kind of my middle name um but that's why you balance it out, okay? Be as safe as I am unsafe, and then all everything should be okay. Of course. Uh, so I'm gonna sneak out. Don't tell anyone because they absolutely will try to stop me. You have my word. Thank you. Come back soon. I'll be back before you can miss me. And then you turn your back on your your longest friend and walk away. And then we're back in that basement with you holding the the pamphlet and the picture. Kind of folds the picture and pockets it and then tosses the pamphlet behind him and joins the rest of the group. Yeah. And then uh, Omission, Torchbearer, or Sister Solstice, what are you doing? Um, Sister Solstice is wanting to... Um, spend time with uh, oh, what is it? spend time with someone close to you? Is that what it uh, is? Someone important to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she is wanting to spend time with Torchbearer, mm-hmm. um, in an effort to just like kind of reconnect because they were they've always kind of had a connection, and that kind of got messed up a little bit when she agreed that killing Hitler was a good idea mm-hmm. and so she's wanting to just kind of like reconnect and make sure like okay. they're okay what does that thing. look like um so I think um you know they're there in that 
space in the bar or whatever and like she's been sat next to him by Gwen um and she's just kind of like talking to him and asking how things have been um just kind of trying to reconnect a little bit and like make things feel like normal between them um and kind of just trying to feel out like is he still mad at her like really she's really teenaging it out in her head she's like oh my gosh like he's mad at me like I need him to be friends again like you know just like Mm -hmm. being a typical teenager and she's so she's just trying to act like nothing happened she's like so like what happened since I've been gone like what's new and like (laughs) just trying to like play it cool (laughs) I don't know how he's gonna take that but it's been kind of difficult I can't lie to you seems like everything's been so out of whack since Sicily before that I don't know seems seems like nothing nothing's going right How, how are you feeling are you okay Yeah, I'm I'm a little nervous about this whole thing. I I don't know if I'm ready. Well, I can understand why you feel that way. But as a plucky young girl once said, uh, you are in this spot on this team. I I knew you had it in you the day that you walked onto that plane. And I believe in you for whatever it's worth. Thanks, Torch. That means a lot. You're going to have my back, right? Always. She gets a big cheesy grin on her face. Torchbearer uh, smiles for the first time in a long time. <laughs> Torchbearer or omission? Um, after after talking a few moments with uh, with Sister Solstice, uh, Torchbearer kind of feels lighter. Um, it definitely helped to, to kind of have that connection restored a little bit, even just that little bit. Um, and he excuses himself to go, uh, to the water closet. And, um, in there, he kind of rests his hands on the, the rim of the sink and looks into the mirror, looks into his, his own eyes and just kind of breathes. It's going to be okay. You know what you have to do. And you can do it. You see him pull up this kind of sack of uh, things and he starts pulling out articles of clothing and they look pretty nice. Uh, A lot nicer than the beaten and battered uniform that he's wearing. We see panels, silhouetted panels of torchbearers slowly changing clothes 
and uh, at the end of it he looks back in the mirror and sees his, his own face looking back at him he kind of sculpts his hair so the coif is facing the opposite direction kind of gives it a wilder look a younger look and then he looks down at his hands and he's got these glasses that he slowly puts on his face it this doesn't this doesn't feel like what heroes do but hopefully hopefully it helps he kind of straightens his glasses and takes a deep breath and lets out a long sigh we see him walk out of the the water closet with uh, this nice like maroon suit that almost looks suede and this purple like a deeper purple uh, pocket square just looking very nice well hell Grant you look you shine up mighty nice uh, you, you really think so? Yeah, I do. You, uh, think it'll fool any Germans? Yeah, maybe. I find people see what they want to see, you know? Let's hope they want to see Goethe van der Gloss, Dutch art collector. Gwen, Gwen just, like, walks around the corner, sees him, and she's like... <gasps> Oh, and she turns around and walks back. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so what mechanical uh, option were you choosing from downtime? I chose uh, to rest. <laughs> just okay. Like, um, just kind of have uh, to take what he like that connection with, uh, and like the kind of what's the right word. The reconciliation with Sister Solstice and allow that to take some weight off his shoulders and to kind of give himself a pep talk to calm himself down before, you know, what we have to do. And I'd like to get rid of, um, I would like to say that <laughs> Dorch Bear is not angry anymore. Aww. Okay. All right. Yeah. Omission. Uh, Omission is going to get a cigar and just spend the night at a Nazi bar hanging out with Nazis. Uh, just taking some time for himself. Um, enjoying his uniform. Uh, so getting rid of the, uh, condition insecure. Okay. And, uh, I think we, we turn the page. And we see all these fancy cars pulling up, and we see like the huge uh, spotlights shining up columns of light into the air, uh, and we see this building, which is uh, one of the first of its kind, uh, kind of this this uh, Aryan German architecture, uh, and it's it's just very industrial, just plain brick walls uh, columns out in front uh, the Nazi flag hanging in between each column we would just see all these nicely dressed people walking into the art gallery uh, and then we see a panel of the seven of you in your various disguises also walking up the steps 
They're not going to know what hit them. And down in the bottom corner, it says, to be continued. End of episode. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Tales to Inspire. We'll be back with our next episode on January the 2nd. If you have social media, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Like and follow us at Misconceptions Pod for up-to-date information about the show, behind-the-scenes pictures, and just to show us your general positive feelings about the show. We also have a Discord. You can click the link below to join our Discord so that you can chat with other friends of the show and chat with other cast members directly. We also have an email. If you'd like to contact us that way, you can email us at misconceptionspod at gmail.com. This show is fully supported by the generous monthly donations of our patrons on Patreon. If you would like to join that elite group of supporters and gain access to exclusive content, please consider joining our Patreon. The Tells to Inspire theme song was composed by Esteban Del Pino. You can find out more about his music on fiverr.com slash iam underscore w-a-k-e. This week's special guest character was Red Revenant, played by Draconics. You can find them at Draconics on Twitter. Omission was played by Mitchell Wallace, who can be found at Mitch Bustillos on Twitter. Crystal Gazer was played by Marlo Bogus, who can be found at Marlo Bogwich on Twitter. Torchbearer was played by Phil Montgomery, who can be found at BMC Philanthropy on Twitter. Geiger Gwyn was played by Christy Scheidemantle, who can be found at Polish Christy on Twitter. Dr. Fusion was played by Occam Razor, who can be found at Occam Sockam Robo on Twitter. Sister Solstice was played by Carrie White, who hates Twitter and refuses to get one. And I'm David White, your editor-in-chief. You can find me at Mr. Banana Socks on Twitter. The role-playing game system used in this production was a modified version of the Worlds in Peril role-playing game by Sam Joko Publishing, featuring elements from the Avatar Legends role-playing game and Masks A New Generation role-playing game, both by Magpie Games. Tales to Inspire is a product of the Misconceptions Podcast Network. Find out more about our other shows and buy cool merch at misconceptionspod.com. And that's it for this week's episode of Tales to Inspire. Thank you so much for listening, and keep it nerdy, y'all. Mm-hmm.